You know, uh, it's frankly saying it's so hard to, to tell you how it's our year because a lot of guys are not with us, unfortunately. And uh, as we see in our communication and our daily communication to each other, now we're using words before the war. We were in a vacation before the war. We have some shopping. We have some, I don't know, some traveling to Europe before the war. And the 24th of February made this border between our normal life and new life. And, of course, we used to say that new normal era began with the COVID. But in Ukraine, the new era became on 24th of February 2022. Uh, a lot of things are not normal, but it's becoming a normal, unfortunately, in Ukraine. Now we know uh, the sounds of different kinds of bombs. Now we know it's we are struggling and fighting and against the bombs or it's bombing our cities. We know that now our subways are not just a method to transfer us from the street to streets, from the center to some, another street. The metro now is a shelter where people used to live minimum two, three weeks at the beginning of the war. Now we have different values. Now we have different feelings and thoughts. Mostly of the guys who live in Kiev, in Kharkiv, in Odessa, in Dnipro, are afraid of the sounds. And when I used to go to for some business trips and for private trips outside of the Ukraine, all the sounds really terrified myself. And I really didn't know that I have some issues of reactions, let's say, unless I came out of the country. And, um, for example, a few months ago, we got a problem with electricity. And now this new or normal era began to have some another transformations because there were times that we didn't have any electricity, any possibility to call during a few days. And this was a hell. No subway, no trains were working on. You didn't have any ability to call your parents because the coverage is not there. Because, like, nobody had on that time some batteries and telecom operator. And this is the thing when you have a shadow of your time, and this shadow push you to live in this new, new normal era because you have the shadow to work, you have shadow to go out with the dogs because... If you will not be on the schedule, you will stuck in the in elevator. You will not be able to cook. You will not be able to have some meetups. And you can, like you can imagine, that we have a different street that has different stories, has different schedules, has different time and rhythm of the living, and it's very hard to to be on tune with your colleagues, for example, that which actually mostly of them you know, from the new era of uh, COVID started to work remotely. So when I have some meetups, we still have issues because one of them has electricity off and another is okay. And such types of the problems are becoming a new normal. Even though we have ability to feel the values of the normal things. Because to you, it's normal to have a power to call to your mom. 
I didn't have such a possibility for many, many of times because I don't have any covenants. And this is the thing. Um, we have different values. We have another feelings of normal. And what else do we have? And this is quite good. We feel united together. And this feel of united, this feel of willing to fight for the end of the war, to fight for our victory in this war, unites us as never before. What does victory? This, what does victory mean for you? How how do you see victory? How do I see victory? First of all, victory for myself is ability to live and to work in a peaceful Ukraine without any bombing, without any alarms, without any fear to go out. It's ability to have um, to have as much roads as we can to use and to go to those territories which was on up to date for 1991, and it's including Crimea. It's ability to go to the cities which are not destroyed, which are recovering. It's ability to see how our business are recovering our society are recovering, how we have more stable economy. This is all about victory. How our parents, how our beloved ones, how our children are coming back to Ukraine. And do you think if Russia does not agree to withdraw from all the occupied territories, including Crimea, do you think the Ukrainians should continue fighting? I suppose that it should be. And anyhow... We will return all our territories. I truly believe it's not only our like political global Ukrainian idea and key message to our world, but I truly, as a person, believe that we will win in this country and we will return back all our uh, all our villages and all our lands as we had before 2014. I truly believe in this, and uh, it could be in a very harsh and active way. It could be in a very Mm, short period of time and we are trying to do this of course with support of tons of the countries who are supporting us in a many different way from the leopards to the budget and of course without the support it could be but it will be much faster with such a support how has the war impacted on the jewish community in ukraine and particularly in kiev well uh, i'm gonna tell you that uh, there is no community that I used to visit uh, in Podol, actually, because they moved to Budapest. And our school moved to Budapest, the most uh, fantastic and religious school in Kiev, and actually the most fantastic school in, in, in Ukraine that was held by Ravi Bloch. They moved to Budapest. Of course they are Jewish. Of course you will find any ability to go to Shabbos or to make some challah and everything. But anyhow, like a lot, a lot of guys, a lot of communities are moved out of Ukraine, unfortunately. But I truly believe it. in the very moment of the victory, they will come back. How important is it for you that the, the president is himself Jewish? that with all his charisma and with all his possibility to communicate, in this case, how we're proceeding 
with uh, with all things that are happening now, particularly last week. I don't think that a lot of guys are still anti-Semitic and are still uh, pointing on his Jewish background, let's say. Mm, maybe it was on the very beginning of his job as a, as a director of the country because of his job, anyhow. Uh, there were a lot, a lot of guys who were telling about uh, Jewish background. It's not uh, up-to-date information in terms of in terms of discussion. We have a lot of things to be worried about. We have a lot of things to be discussed. And the Jewish, it's not the thing that we are thinking about now as a nation. And what about Israel, Israel's position on the war? What do people think about that? Mm, a lot of guys are asking, like, why you're not supporting us, but a lot of guys are also understand that probably and for sure Israel are support us in another way that are also valid and that are also workable and useful for Ukraine. And of course, my personal view that first of all, you need to cover your needs and your country and afterwards to care about others. And I truly believe that uh, Israel's behavior like this, they have a lot of a lot of puzzles that I should be built in their picture of the country, and I'm sure that Ukraine is one of the puzzles of their um, of their political. But uh, yes, for sure, some parts of Ukrainians think that Israel could be better. Israel should provide some things better, faster, and in a bigger amount. Uh, I can say that this behavior it's not globally negative, we live in the terms of the war, and these wars are really terrible, and of course, we are asking and we are thinking that war should stand on our side, on the side of the Ukraine, and support as much as they can, as a particular country can, just to finish this evil that stands up.